Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. Super excited that you're here for this time of sharing today. I just want to thank you for tuning in and listening. It truly means so much to me. I know many of you listeners um, have followed, well, some of you anyways, <laughs> I hope, have followed um, a little bit of my story and my journey. Um, as I as I say in the introduction, um, I am a mom of two little boys, one with Down syndrome, and often on that journey of raising a child with a disability, it can be very much a roller coaster ride. Um, some of you may, may be able to relate to that. Many of you can at least imagine. The last uh, few weeks, just to kind of give you an ERP update on what's going on in Rachel ERP's life, <laughs> the last few weeks have definitely been that roller coaster ride. Um, I had gotten um, just some normal routine blood work done for Zeke, our littlest one, and the doctor happened to tell me that his white blood cell count had come back abnormal and low enough that she was concerned. So I wasn't really sure how to react to that. And I, you know, once when you have gone through a journey like I have where, you know, there's always one thing after another, um, Down syndrome babies come with a lot of health issues and conditions and everyone is different. You just don't even want to think about what might or could happen. But doctors do have a tendency to be a little bit formidable. So we went through some more tests, more blood work. Um, It was getting to the point where she was ready to refer Zeke to a hematologist because she said that there was a very high risk that he could have leukemia. And as you can imagine, my world just crumbled. I was a wreck once again. I feel like I've gone through so many cycles of this since Zeke has been born. And I just didn't even know how to begin to process something like that. And I just was begging God that he just wouldn't let that happen. I felt like that would be more than I could bear. And I know no mom ever thinks that she could bear something like that. And indeed, you know, when when you have anything happen to your child, no matter what the scale of it is, it's horrible. And it's just an unimaginable sinking feeling in the depths of your heart. So we did his last, this most recent panel. I was trying to just be positive and not succumb to my fear. And I knew this, I know this sounds cliche, but deep down, I just was like, God, please just let this come back normal. And guess what, guys? It did. I got a call from the doctor's office. I called my husband in 
I had missed the call and I told my husband, Dale, I was like, we gotta call them back, but I want, let's do this together. And he was like, yes, I wanna know what they say and I wanna hear it on, and be on the phone. Like we've learned we have to be together with these types of phone calls or doctor or in-person visits because it's just so overwhelming for one parent. Because you never know what they're gonna say. And yeah, the blood panel came back within normal range and we were are finally able to let that part not even be a, a factor right now and i thank god this is my like moment to just share with you guys the encouragement that it meant to my heart that god does listen to our prayers he does answer prayers and yes sometimes it's not the the answers that we want or hope for but for this season and of our life this was a huge win um, so I'm so thankful. I wanted to update you guys for some of you follow me on my Instagram. Um, it's Rachel if you do not R A C H E R E E. Um, I keep it that way because that was my nickname from my mom when I was a little girl. <laughs> she always called me Rachel and I don't know. It just still, I just kept it. So you can continue following my journey. I, I appreciate the followers and the support because I have learned um, that community is everything and it means a lot to have people that you know are rooting for you are praying for you and who are supporting you in your journey and I encourage you for whatever that you may be going through to reach out and find that community as well speaking of all of that I am really excited to introduce you guys this very special guest. I always call all of my guests very special because they truly are. But um, it's so precarious how I ended up meeting this lovely lady. I had been just kind of going back to Instagram, searching on Instagram for homemade clay earrings because I love them. And I enjoy seeing the, the creations that other people come up with. And this name caught my attention and it was called for his glory earrings and i thought oh my goodness how wonderful is that that this creator i, I had no idea what she looked like because her instagram was just all of her creations but i was like oh i love the concept behind why she's doing this every piece she created to remind women who wear them that they are unique and perfect for created perfectly created for the glory of Jesus. Isn't that so special? So I, re I received my box of earrings in the mail and her handwritten note and her the scripture that she put with it was just so thoughtful. And I was so delighted. It really, truly, every time I wear this pair of earrings, I think about that. And she even threw like this little bonus pair of studs in that were like this leopard print, which I am obsessed with leopard and cheetah prints. I love them. <laughs> So it was just such a sweet extra. And here she is, a guest on my show today. Um, I am so honored. She is originally from Houston, Texas, and now makes her home in Georgia. She is on her journey of uh, a fitness coach and um, lifestyle trainer and the thing that I really felt connected and this kind of ties into the whole community thing is when we can share with others our story and our purpose and our why for what we feel our calling is on this earth. It is so inspiring 
to the people that are around us. And this lady, it was just so random how I met her, but just the title of her small business gave me that insight to her heart and her reason why she wanted to do what she did. And that was to point the glory back to God. And that is so edifying and just so beautiful. And indeed, this lady is absolutely beautiful inside and out. And I'm so excited to bring her on today for her to share her story with you. You're not going to want to miss this because we're going to be talking a little bit about body image. And if you're a mama or a, like a woman in general, I think we all struggle with body image to an extent. I think a lot of it is because we so easily compare ourselves to other people. We push ourselves if we don't look the way we think we should look, or maybe we even go to the gym for that reason only, just because we think we need to work out or we need to shape our bodies to look like some form of what we think is perfect instead of making the focus to glorify God through our bodies. And because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. And I love that God wants us to take care of ourselves, but he also wants us to know that we are truly valued and created perfectly in his image, the way he wanted us to be. There needs to never be a comparison game because we are all unique and we are all special. So stay tuned, guys. I know you're going to love this episode so much. And I'm so excited to introduce Portia Mejia to you all. Well, Portia, it is so exciting to have you as a guest on my show today. Um, I am delighted that you're here. When I saw you and started following you on Instagram, I was like, oh my goodness, I would love to just invite you on to share your heart and your journey. And for those of you listening, uh, I actually got to know Portia through a boutique that she ran um, creating handmade pieces of jewelry, particularly earrings. And I fell in love with how she presented it, her story behind it, and how she just wanted to do what she did to give glory to God. And before I go any further, I'm not going to go too far on that. I want to invite you, Portia, to tell us a little bit about yourself. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be a part of what God is doing through your podcast. Um, my name is Portia Mejia. I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Whoop, whoop. And Hello. I'm a proud Texan. <laughs> and um, I have been married to my husband, Giovanni, for 14 years. And Aww. we have two boys and they are 11 and 7. And we are currently living in North I guess it's northwest or northeast Georgia at the top, close to the Tennessee, uh, the southern Tennessee border. And mm, we've been so beautiful here. there. Oh, my goodness. It's gorgeous. And uh, we've been here for at least uh, two and a half so years. And um, we felt like the Lord was calling us out here to serve at a new church in Chattanooga. And so we uprooted from beautiful Texas and we moved out mm. here to beautiful Georgia. Wow. And that's quite a transition. It has like, been totally different um, cultures too. Yes. Like Texas has its own. I almost feel like when you go into Texas, the weird thing about it is 
it's it's like there's it's so huge that you can go on one side of texas and feel like you're in another country yes <laughs> almost you know like texas is its own thing or something i don't it know really my is. parents live in texas so i've gotten Ooh. to explore um they originally were in el paso uh-huh. um on like the desert side and then they moved over to more of like the Florida-ish type vibe um, near the Rio Grande area. Mm-hmm. So um, when we used to go and visit, we would just kind of, we got it, got to explore quite a bit of it. And I'm like, this, this state goes on forever. <laughs> it does. It's big. You know, everything's bigger there. So it it's, is. it's a big state. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But Georgia is beautiful too. And um, I'm sure, you know, settling into that and making, kind of your own um you know new starting that new chapter in life was a little daunting but how is it going now um it's a lot better than it was uh we moved out here right before covid hit and all the quarantining things started happening yeah we moved out here thinking okay we're gonna start small groups we're gonna meet new people we're gonna hit the ground running and then it was put on hold. And I know that God's timing is perfect. So we were just like, okay, we're going to trust you. And it was a hard transition for all of us. Um, You know, we took our kids out in the middle of the school year and put them in to a new school and they had to make, everything was different for us. So it was a struggle for a little while, but um, now thankfully we're in a better place as far as relationships go. And Mm -hmm. we definitely grew closer to each other as a family, which I'm sure a lot of people Mm -hmm. did and closer to the Lord and just saw him in a whole different way. And it's, it's been great. Now it's, it's a lot better than it was. Yeah. Aw, well, that's wonderful. And you have two boys that are actually, they're adorable. I'm sure. Yes, they are. are so much fun, aren't they? They're just, I have two boys as well. So yes, they're, they're a handful, but I I love being boy mom. I do too. (laughs) I do. I couldn't, I would have it any other way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because I never envisioned if you would have asked me before I ever met my husband, mm-hmm. uh, if I'd end up being a boy mom, I probably would have been like, um, I don't think so. Cause <laughs> I am like, so I don't know. I just always thought I'd have these little girls to dress up and do their hair. And yes. <laughs> I'm not very like, I'm, I've never been into sports or like anything remotely, like where I feel <laughs> like I could connect with my boys. I'm like the dainty mom that just trots out. And like today, my husband and I took our sons to this open, like, um, field where like they do soccer and all that. Uh-huh. And I had on my like Tory Burch sandals. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I look so <laughs> ridiculous out here. <laughs> and I don't even know. Like I'm just so bad. So I was trying, I thought I need to do more, um, you know, like the, just, you know, getting their energy out in different ways. We have, we do a lot of like swimming and beach and different things, of course, being in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to be the fun, like tomboy mom. No, girl. <laughs> that didn't go very well. <laughs> you just be you. They're gonna, I you're might. teaching them so many things, just being who God created you to be. Don't, don't try to be anybody else. <laughs> Well, you know, that's a, that is a struggle I have always had, um, Mm. is just, you know, you can, you, you get into just kind of the comparison thing Like you see other moms and it's like, oh, they're like the perfect mom. And I wish I could do that. And Mm -hmm. like you said, though, I mean, 
at the end of the day, if we're not being true to ourselves and we're trying to be somebody we're not, it usually ends up in disaster. At least for me, it always ends up in some kind of a mess. So true words, true words. Mm -hmm. And tell us, tell us a little bit about, um, your hustle. Why, what, what have you been doing besides, um, you know, you, you uprooted, you moved to Georgia, kind of, you know, started a new ministry there. What else is something that you're really passionate about that you'd like to share with us? Um, so with the hustle that I've been doing, um, or it's my small business, it's called For His Glory Earrings. And the earrings that I make are just reminders for women that they're handmade by God for his glory and the imperfections that they have, their flaws, uh, what they perceive as weaknesses. God can use it for the good and uh, just to point others to him. Mm -hmm. And so I like to just encourage women the past couple of years. I've had this business um, and online. I've just been trying to post things on social media just to remind women of that truth, because it's a reminder that I really needed just growing up with kind of uh, low self-esteem and um, just seeing myself in in my body, even just in a shameful way. I am kind of the tomboyish girl, kind of a late bloomer, ugly duckling or whatever in, in middle school, you know, so I'd kind of carried those chains of shame with me throughout my adolescence and into adulthood and even into motherhood, you know, and Mm -hmm. making these earrings, I felt like the Lord was showing me like, I'm, I can continue to use you um, Mm -hmm. in spite of any weaknesses you may have. And you're going to bring me glory just the way I created you, which was a surprise to me, but so encouraging and, and just, hopeful. Um, just knowing that truth, it's just super important that women especially know who God calls them to be and what he says about them. Um, instead of just meditating on the lies from the enemy and from, excuse me, from culture and the world. And, um, like you were mentioning, so often we get tied up in how people, other people look on social media and how other people are, are hustling and everything that we can lose sight of what God has called us to do and who he's called us to be. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's hard. It's, it's really hard. hard. And I love that you, that you, and that was actually what drew me when I was, I was kind of, I stumbled upon your Instagram actually um, for your earrings and that just that simple message spoke so much to me. And I know even like now when I wear the ear, I bought, I have bought for those of you listening, I bought, um, earrings and when I put them on not only are they just so beautiful but that ministered to me so much like I can't even tell you how Aww, much that that spoke so much truth into my heart because that was a reminder that I I needed I really needed and it's it's amazing all of the beautiful ways that we can do the work of God in ways mm-hmm. that are so unconventional who would have thought that something like that would have led to that. And then here you are on my podcast, <laughs> being able to share to even more people out there. It's just, it's so inspiring. And, you know, for those who struggled with, like, how do I, how do I know what that identity is? How do I know how to be used for the glory of God when I've always felt my whole life 
um, you know, like I've messed it up, or maybe there's some of you out there listening who have felt like it's just been mixed signals and confusing. Is you have like advice on how you were able to kind of get rid of all of those lies and all of those thoughts that you struggled with and redirect them to where you are today? Mm, I wish I could say that I have gotten rid of all of those lies and Mm. it is a daily struggle. Um, I cannot remember the exact scripture, but it says to, um, to basically capture those thoughts and make them submit to Christ. And so Mm -hmm. that's a daily thing, girl. It's like every day we got to wake up and we have to choose, you know, that phrase, choose joy. We got to choose Christ and we got to choose that we have the mind of Christ. So it's, it's just um, meditating on the truth and um, which is scripture, God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even Google, you know, what God says about me or my identity in Christ and meditate on those things. And um, also the scripture, I believe in Revelation says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And oftentimes mm-hmm. those difficult seasons that we lived through, God uses it for good and um, blesses other people through that situation that you dealt with, you know? So if I struggled with low self-esteem and body shame in the past, God can still use it for the good and for his glory. And I can share like I'm doing here with you and other women can be encouraged. And so God can use those things, those broken pieces. He can put it together and just make it something beautiful. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it's, no, it's, you know, I think, we, those are, those are things that, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you'll hear that kind of thrown around out there. And I have to, sometimes I, I was, I was telling a friend this the other day that his, his ways are not our ways. Mm -hmm. And we have a tendency to forget what his ways are. Mm -hmm. And it all stems from the root of just love. And love is not something that is conditional on you being perfect or looking perfect or, Um, performing or doing everything perfect <laughs> because it's, it's, I know it just doesn't happen. And the more you get in kind of thrust into feeling that you have to do that because humans have a tendency to make a lot of conditions mm-hmm. upon how they love people, but God doesn't do it that way. Mm-hmm. But because we're around humans so much, and if you get too focused on that, we tend to think that God is the same way. Yeah. And I think that is, that is something that we have to tune out and and not let those distractions keep us from, like you said, what he says in his words, you have to meditate on that. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's not something that, that we hear often enough mm-hmm. to, we have to meditate on that. It's so important. Yes. And um, that's actually something that I read about in a, a Joyce Meyer book, uh, The Battlefield of the Mind, she mentioned mm-hmm. you have to think about what you're thinking about. And, you know, oftentimes we're just if we're driving or we're washing dishes or folding laundry and we're just our mind is just open. You know, the enemy can drop in whatever negative thought about us and we can just start chewing on that. Like, oh, man, yeah, that is true. And it's just it's like I said, it's important to Think about what you're thinking about and meditate on the mm-hmm. truth. Yeah, it's so good. And 
Now, when it comes to, I bring up social media a lot because it's just so prevalent in our li- in our lives. I feel like in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. how do we steer our focus away from the feelings of inferiority or that urge to compare ourselves to the girl on social media who just has it all together and it's Ugh. just not fair? <laughs> yes. How do we? What what are some what's some advice that we can so we don't fall into that trap? Hmm. Um. I fell into, I have to admit, I fell into that trap so many times the first year, at least a year and a half of um, promoting my business on social media, because a part of me is like, well, I have to be on here for work and I have to keep um, keep looking at comments. I have to respond and I have to engage. And it's a lot of pressure. And you're constantly, like you said, comparing yourself to the other businesswoman and you're not good enough. And just all these terrible thoughts. And I read another book. (laughs) This one was by Jess Connolly and it's called You Are the Girl for the Job. And one of the first Mm -hmm. chapters, I'm reading it again as I go through this new, um, as I pursue this new career in personal training, um, she mentions that you need to take yourself out of the race. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, we need to stop trying to be the best, trying to be the best entrepreneur, trying to be the best mom, the best wife, because we see so-and-so doing it. We need to just say, you know what? I'm out. I'm out of this race. I'm not running anymore. Now I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher Mm -hmm. of my faith. And I'm going to run the race that he set before me, not this race that the world has. And it's hard because Mm -hmm. you can get sucked into it, girl. But yeah. So many times yeah. and lately, actually, the past few weeks, I had to get off of social media because and um, it would just distract me and make me feel like, oh, my goodness, look at what they're making. Oh, my goodness. I need right. to be pursuing other avenues with my my earrings. But I feel like God is pulling me in another direction. And I feel like he's literally having to pull me away from social media and pull me mm-hmm. away from that race, you know, so I can get my right. eyes on him and eyes on my kids and my husband and this new path that he has me on. So we'll talk about this new path. I'm so intrigued. What oh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're moving into like what girl, you are just doing all the things but oh, you're moving into personal training. So how, how did that come about? Have you always been a personal trainer or then you kind of just took a break from it? Oh, Tell me yeah. more about that. That is a very interesting thing. So back in uh, Texas, I don't know, before I had my my first son, he's 11 now, I was not into fitness. You know, I'm I'm about 5'10". Um, and so I'm kind of tall for a, a woman, I guess. And so I would play sports in school, but nothing too serious. And after I had my son, I felt like, okay, I, I think I need to get more active and start toning up again. So I was doing it, just exercising at home or whatever, and not out of like joy or worship, worshiping the Lord. It was more worshiping myself and how people saw me. Like I need to be acceptable to the world. So I need to exercise. And it became kind of this torture kind of thing, like a punishment. And I, I just, honestly, it was bonded. I know how that feels. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I can relate. I want to say most women probably can. I was just pursuing this body that uh, in unhealthy ways and, you know, all the different um, meal planning or uh, weight, 
you know, weight tracking types of apps and programs, I, instead of just accepting my body for how God made it, I was trying to just mold it and shape it and force it into something that it just wasn't meant to be. And I ended up, you know, like hurting myself and, you know, I just making myself run when I'm not a runner and I don't even just silly things just to get in shape, but it wasn't, it just wasn't good for me spiritually or mentally. So I was kind of off and on with fitness and then, um, maybe, uh, five years ago or so I started doing, um, Camp Gladiator, which in Texas, it's pretty big. And it's basically outdoor boot camps, men and women, and there's trainers out there. And it's like an hour of being out in the Texas heat or the cold, oh. which isn't that cold. <laughs> you know, the rain, just out there throwing, I don't know, slam balls and pushing tires. Oh and gosh. Just girl, just having a blast. <laughs> and realizing... Yeah. Like, I think crazy. I would just die in the first like five minutes. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd get the hang of it. And then you'd yeah. be like, oh, I can do this. But eventually <laughs> wow. it made me um, get into bondage again. And I started like pursuing, I don't know, like the approval of the women and guys there, like trying to get really yeah. fit and trying to bulk up and like keep up with all these people. Like I'm I'm just as fast as them, or I can be strong like them and not focusing on the Lord at all, but more trying to get the glory for myself. And then the Lord pulled us out of there and planted us here in Georgia. And he took that away and it wasn't out here. And I was just like, oh man, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to work out if it's not through Camp Gladiator. And I don't know, eventually I was doing other online workout things, but I was realizing, okay, Lord, you're trying to teach me that this isn't about my own glory, but it's about your glory. And, um, I read another book, Rachel. I love books. I love it. This is so good. And this one is called, um, breaking free from body shame. I don't know if you've, have you heard of it? I have heard of it, but I haven't read it. Oh my gosh, girl. You need to, you need to read this book. It's I'm also by Je- uh, Jess Connolly, and you should follow her on Instagram and all the places. And she's not paying me for this, but <laughs> I read this book and it changed my life on how I saw my body. And I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know then that I was just in bondage and trying to glorify, like I said, trying to glorify myself and not the Lord and in this fitness thing that I was doing. And I was realizing like, oh my gosh, like other women need to see, they need to read this book. They need to realize how God sees their bodies and that their bodies are good just as they are. And God made them good. And that's, that's just what it is. They're good. And I just felt like I, if I could be a personal trainer and just walk alongside Ooh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I wish I was right in front of you right now. Because <laughs> I can't believe so good. Um, if I could be a trainer and personally just come alongside a woman who um, just feels like she doesn't, her body's not good. It's not, I don't know, whatever, if she has an illness or she's just not as strong as she wishes she was. If I could just be like, no, your body's good. We're going to push through this. We're going to reach this goal. You and me together. Um, I'm going to run with you. I'm going to push with you. We're going to see you accomplish this goal. Um, I just felt like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, years ago I wasn't ready and it was all about myself, but 
he just kind of renewed my mind so that I could love my body the way it is and I could use it for his service and to help others achieve goals and see themselves the way God sees them. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Wow. I love it. That is beautiful. What a ministry that (laughs) that is like so beyond just the physical you know, taking care of our bodies, like, because our God says that our bodies are his temple. Yes. You know, I, I think people forget that. And we, we abuse ourselves, we neglect ourselves, we think, you know, either we're one extreme, and that's, I've always been either one extreme or the other. Well, I can't ever say I've been an extreme in fitness, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, you know, like where, where you have been. Um, but I feel like a lot of people struggle, you know, either with like different diets that you can follow all the trends and all the, oh, you should go to this gym and you should do this boot camp, And it's, it's so overwhelming that you just jump from thing to thing to thing, hoping to feel like Mm -hmm. fulfilled Mm -hmm. to feel that I am beautiful or I look pleased. Like you said, I look pleasing to the people that are around me. I'm accepted. Mm -hmm. And that is a trap that I, I really feel that so many of us can relate to. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine having someone uh, like who could just train me and help me be the best version of myself, but not in the way that most people do it like that. I I think that's absolutely wonderful. What, what another way that you're able to glorify God and, remind people of who they are and they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. That's amazing, Portia. And I love your name, Portia. I don't know if I said that at the beginning. (laughs) I know I'm totally getting sidetracked. That's okay. Thank you. I feel like your Portia is like this exotic princess (laughs) of some Bible story or something. (laughs) Amen. I'll take that. I'll take it. I love it. I was just, when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh. I, I told my husband, I'm I have this guest coming on my show and her name is Portia. Isn't that so beautiful? (laughs) You're so sweet. But anyways, um, so uh, are you, so this, this journey that you're on with the personal training, is this something that, uh, what do you foresee it to become? Do you have like Mm. a, like a bird's eye view of what you want it to turn into? Or is it just right now you're taking it one step at a time? how it goes and what God brings to you, the people. Yes, I, that is exactly it. I'm taking it one step, one month at a time, really. And Mm -hmm. because I don't, once again, I don't want to get in this race. Like I'm running hard. Mm -hmm. I got to finish this. I got to be the best. And, and I, I often feel like I'm leaving my children behind or I'm leaving my husband behind because I'm trying to run this race. And, that the Lord right. may not have me on. So I am constantly mm-hmm. praying, Lord, give me the strength, okay. give me discernment, give me wisdom, guide me in this because I feel like apart from you, I can do nothing. I cannot do this on my own. So I, I, my hopes and dreams are different than the Lord's, but I, I would like to personally train people in my small town here in Ringgold. I would like to maybe even in Chattanooga and or maybe have these outdoor group fitness camps at the gym where I'm currently working. Um, we have this awesome parking lot. So I can see, like, I am speaking these things into existence all yes. the time, girl. I can see really slam balls and I can see just all this fun stuff there. Oh and my gosh, slam balls. I just yes. did that for the first time. But did you love it? Ago. I did not. Oh, no. <laughs> well, 
in all in all honesty, I I I'm growing to like it more. The first time we um that I tried it, I was like, this is not fun. Like I'm so used to a ball, a ball bouncing back. It just oh, kind of yeah. plopped and stayed there. And then I yes. had to pick it up. And I don't like to pick up anything. <laughs> if you ask my husband, I am one of those that I don't like to just bend over and pick up anything. Yes. <laughs> so bad. I'm so You're busy, so I guess. Funny. I don't know. But um it taught me a lot. And I felt uh, at first I just kind of randomly just threw it wherever it plopped. And then uh-huh. um, the I, I was learning how to actually, there's a lot more to it than people think of just, you know, picking it up and just throwing it, yes, but being intentional on how you do it and yes. the force, you know, I, well, you could explain it way better than me. I'm just going to shut up. No, Can no, you no. talk about that for a second? How does no. that? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, um, <laughs> I think most ladies, well, maybe not most, but um, know how how it works. But um, I have a 15 pound one, but you can use a lighter one. Of course, there's no pressure. Um, it's just to me, it's a fun way to just get aggression out. If you're not doing it for mm. like time, like I'm going to do it for a minute because that's a lot. But um, wow. you're yeah. basically kind of getting your your feet in hip width position or a little wider even and you can bring the ball above your head and you forcefully follow through. You slam it down on the ground and you squat down to pick it up. You do not bend over at the hips because you could hurt your back. You squat yeah, down. You I found that out. Yeah. <laughs> and it could not be fun, you know, if you, if, yeah. especially if you hurt yourself. So yes. You just got to, like you said, be intentional with how you follow through mm-hmm. and how you lift it back up over your head. And you may not want to start with a heavy, heavy one, but it's a great yeah. cardio workout. Like it'll get your heart rate up super fast, even if you only yeah. do it for 30 seconds. So yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it. I, it's fun. I think it's fun too, to sometimes when it comes to, to fitness, um, we it's easy to, to do the trendy types of fitness where mm-hmm. all you, you know, oh, I'm just going to hit the treadmill and yep. go on the elliptical and I worked out today. Yeah, <laughs> Like there's, you know, there's so much more to our bodies, even that God designed our muscles and mm-hmm. um, the, the ways that we can, can make them better and stronger. And I think strength is, yes. is something that isn't, emphasized enough it's it's more of just you know being a certain weight or mm-hmm. inches being lost mm-hmm. and strength especially as we age yes is something when you lose that it's very hard to get back yes it is and I see so, a lot of um, older people at our gym that are consistent they're coming in every morning and they're getting on the treadmill and some of them are even lifting weights they're doing excellent and the only way that they get mm-hmm. that way is just being consistent and you know, just that's what it's really about is just moving, moving your body, you know, in a way I always mm-hmm. tell people when they're like, I couldn't do that boot camp stuff. That's that's crazy. I'm like, you know what, then find something that you love and do that. Go for a walk mm-hmm. or, you know, exactly. I don't know, jump rope. What, ride a what bike. can you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so, such a good question. OK, well, what can you do? What do you enjoy? OK, well, do that. I have a friend who rollerblades. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, and it's a great workout. You know, do oh, that. Yeah. If that's what you like. Yeah, exactly. It you know, it, it doesn't have to be what the person next to you is doing. Mm-mm. That's 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 the main thing. Yes, and it's I think Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I I totally cut you off. Finish it's, your thought. 
Well, I was just going to say it's more sustainable if you are doing something you enjoy, like you can, then you're going to want to come back for that good feeling of, you know, I did that and it was fun. You have the memories of it. And I don't know, that just makes it easier to keep doing. Yes, it is. I love that word sustainable. Mm -hmm. I've been, I've been thinking about that word a lot more with even the foods that I choose or just the lifestyle that my husband and I, I feel are constantly cultivating Mm. because it's not something that just happens. No, It's, you know, you look at a plant that grows, you know, you, and every plant needs a different type of cultivation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to look different for everyone. There's not really a one size fits all when it comes to anything in life. Right. And we tend to put ourselves into that big box And we need those reminders that, you know, you have to work on you personally and not worry about the person next to you, what they're doing, because what they're doing might not be good for you. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And for for women who, um, you know, maybe they feel discouraged and whether whether it's in their hustle or their work or careers or, you know, working out in fitness, Mm -hmm. um, how... What what advice and encouragement I should say would you give them if they're they're just tired and they they just feel like they want to give up? Hmm. Something that um, just spurs me on is remembering my why, which is something as an entrepreneur that I had to kind of hone or, and find just uh, tweak throughout the months um, starting my business was, okay, why am I doing this? Like, it's not, it's more than a side hustle. It's more than a paycheck. Like I have to have a passion for this and a reason Mm -hmm. for why I'm doing what I'm doing. So if you don't have that, why, like, who am I serving? Um, What does my heart break for? Um, for me, it's women who don't see themselves the way God sees them. And my why is to just remind them that they are created by God for a purpose and that he can use them as they are for his glory. Um, so you just want to make sure you know what that why is and why you're doing what you're doing. Otherwise, you know, it, the money, uh, it's not always going to it's not always going to please you and give you joy mm-hmm. like or it may, the orders may slow down, you know, if you have yeah. a business, but you have to keep your eyes, like I said, on, on Jesus and just remember why God has you doing what you're doing. Mm, that's so good. I, I think too, um, you know, when we, when we learn what that is, that centers us mm-hmm. and keeps us from straying, yes. you know, off of our path. Mm-hmm. And I, and if you did, if you have strayed from it, it's okay because you can come back. I mean, right. you look at what Jesus did for that one little lost sheep that kind of got off track. Mm-hmm. He went back and, you know, he waited until that sheep was found. And that is the kind of God that we serve. Mm-hmm. And that is, that, give, that can give us all hope no matter where we're at in our journey, no matter where what we've done or what we've come from or where we think we're going. That is it's definitely so important to keep track of what our why is. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Well, I know I, I normally always ask um, when kind of closing out the episode, a favorite book <laughs> that you share. I know you shared. Um, so I, I'm, I would love to invite you to share for, for people that want, are, have listened to this episode today and they 
are just like, wow, I, I really want to follow Portia and just be a part and just, you know, whether it's, you know, praying for you, praying with you through your journey, or just to reach out to you more, what are the ways that you would like them to connect with you? Oh, that's nice. Um, Facebook is fine under Portia Mejia. They can send me a message uh, that way or on Instagram for his glory earrings. The the account is still up and I'm still checking my messages and um, I'll pop in, you know, to my stories every now and then to give people an update and let them know where I'm at and what in the process and what I'm doing. Um, And eventually I'm hoping to start another account for the fitness journey and Okay. Uh, I was going to ask you that if you, if you were going to have, um, you know, like that kind of that aspect of, of where you're going in this new calling that God has put on your heart. So that, that will be exciting to see when that comes out. Yes. I'm excited too. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking your time today to, to share us your beautiful story and all of that God has placed on your heart, Portia. Thank you you for being such a light and such a vessel. You're so sweet. That is the the impact that you have and even just, you know, how you speak and the thought that you put into what you're going to say next. I can just tell that you really try to keep it all centered around Jesus and that is such a blessing. So I just want to thank you. It's been an honor to have you on here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed this conversation that we had today. I know I did, and I learned so much. I felt so encouraged and inspired by this beautiful lady and her heart. And I hope that you feel just as inspired on your journey, whether it's with fitness or health or just learning to accept yourself and view yourself as God sees you, dear friend. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen, and I always end this way, but would you please take a moment to leave a review on whatever podcast platform that you listen on? It truly would mean so much to me to know what you think. Give it some stars. I hope it's five stars. Um, but also just share what you think if this has meant, you know, a, a been an encouragement in your life. Please also share it with a friend who may need to listen to this episode. Um, Sharing is caring, as they say, but truly that's the best way to make a difference is sharing the resources and the content that means something to you and has spoken to your life. Thank you again, my friends. I appreciate you and can't wait to chat with you again on the next episode. Be blessed, my friends.